Welcome to another episode of Football 360. I'm your host, Kareem Timbers. Very excited to join you this week. My alma mater, Chicago Mount Carmel High School, won the 7A state championship this past weekend, defeating Batavia, the Batavia Bulldogs, 44-20. This was a rematch from last year's high school playoffs. And now moves Mount Carmel to 14 state titles in Illinois history, which is second all time, just behind Juliet Catholic with 15. So shout out to Mount Carmel, shout out to the caravan and the football program and Coach Jordan Lynch and continue the dynasty and the winning tradition at Mount Carmel. Switching from prep news, uh, last week we had the Big Ten game of the week. Uh, number two, Ohio State versus number three, Michigan. I had Ohio State winning that matchup, but if you had a chance to watch the game, Michigan uh, in a hostile environment in Columbus on the road without their star running back, Blake Corm, found a way to get it done behind sophomore Illinois quarterback, J.J. McCarthy. The kid showed up, showed out, threw for three touchdown passes in the matchup against Ohio State. In Michigan and Coach Jim Harbaugh found a way to win um, in defeating Ohio State for the second straight year. Um, was a was a was a amazing uh, victory uh, for Michigan. Uh, there are a few Ohio State recruits in the house in Columbus for the matchup who actually decommitted after uh, the beatdown that Ohio State took against Michigan last week. So, you know, these are the things that happen. Each and any, any given Saturday, when you when you suit up in college football, any team can win. And it was a great victory for the Michigan Wolverines. All right. Then you also have uh, the star running back Blake Corm out of Michigan. I uh, tried to go in the matchup, couldn't really put too much pressure on that knee. Uh, they had a backup running back who showed out uh, on his behalf for Michigan, which also helped with that victory. Okay. Uh, also, breaking news: uh, there were rumblings that the University of Wisconsin was going to move forward with interim head coach and hometown hero Jim Leonard um, in local Wisconsin papers. Uh, but the University of Wisconsin decided to uh, make a different move and go ahead with former Ohio State standout and Cincinnati head coach Luke Fickle to take over uh, the head coaching reins at Wisconsin. You know that's. That's the business, you know, the billion dollar business. You, you never know. You, you thought they would go with Jim Leonard. He knows that program inside and out. The guy was a standout uh, All-American at the University of Wisconsin. Came back, been coaching there for a few years. Uh, one of the best fo- de- defensive football minds in the game of football. But they decided to go with Luke Fickle, who's a proven winner um, at Cincinnati. And is going to look to come in and and do big things in Wisconsin. So we'll see how this will play out here in the next couple of years. All right. Also switching over to other NCAA college football news. Uh, the college football playoffs has officially made an announcement. I talked about this earlier in the year about them expanding to a 12-team playoff, which made more sense in trying to get away from the traditional BCS uh, rankings and things they do behind uh, closed doors in reference to getting the top four teams in college football. Uh, the Rose Bowl was the last uh, bowl to get on board, and they were basically left with being left out of the new contract in 2026 when the current college football playoff um, series and contract ends. So the Rose Bowl decided to get on board, which now 
moves to the 12-team college football playoffs for next year. And you talk about the implications of that. How many more teams um, or Cinderella teams, teams from you know, smaller conferences would get an opportunity to play in the college football playoffs. This changes the dynamic of the NCAA football playoff as we know it. Um, moving more into a regular uh, playoff format, which is going to be very exciting for all the student athletes, the coaches, uh, everyone involved. So this is a, a very big move with college football. So very excited to see how this is going to play out the next couple of years um, and looking forward to that. Also in relation to that, uh, EA Sports has also announced that NCAA college football, the legendary EA Sports football game from Bill Walsh College Football to college football is coming back after a 10 year hiatus, obviously due to name, image and likeness rights for student athletes. They have worked that out. So NCAA College Football will also be coming back next year. So be able to look out for that. I'm very excited about that. Um, as as a, uh, a former student athlete, I was fortunate to be on a few of those games uh, back in the day um, and also grew up playing those games. I think a lot of uh, sports fans actually enjoy playing that one a little bit more than Madden football. So be able to look out for that. Switching over to college conference championship week. It got started last night. Big matchup, Pac-10 uh, matchup between USC and Utah Utes. I love uh, USC and what Caleb Williams has done this season. Um, the performance he put on last week was had him favored for the Heisman Trophy. Played well last night, but the Utah Utes just found a way to get it done with quarterback Cameron Rising. Tough kid. Um, this team rallies are behind him. He played well. Throwing for over 300 yards to Caleb Williams. But the deciding factor was the running back freshman out of Dallas, Texas for Utah. Uh, Jaquindon Jackson, this kid put on a show, 13 carries, 105 yards, two touchdowns. And USC got off, got off to a fast start, but Utah just steamrolled him from the second quarter on and won that game pretty decisively, beating USC 47-24. Now pushing USC out of the college football playoffs. And that's the exciting part about college football. Any given time you suit up, if you underestimate your opponent, you can get beat. But this is the second time Utah has beat USC on the season. All right. Then we also have a big matchup this, this morning here in the Big 12 Championship, a rematch early, from earlier this year between Kansas State and TCU. Yes, the Horn Frogs, as I talked about, they have been rolling. They've been finding ways to win week in and week out, led by quarterback Max Dugan. All right. This is going to be a big matchup. Um, K-State is led by Deuce Vaughn. This kid is, is, is a stud. Um, he's going to be playing on Sundays here, kid out of small town, Texas. But I'm going to take number three TCU to beat number 10 Kansas State in a tight matchup today. So be able to look out for that game here in Arlington, Texas at the Cowboys Stadium. Then at 3 o'clock today, we have... The SEC matchup. Yes, number one, Georgia, the Bulldogs versus number 14, LSU. This is their first meeting this year. LSU is led by uh, Jaden Daniels. This kid's a dual threat runner and thrower at the quarterback position. Uh, Stetson Bennett, as you well know, from Georgia for the national championship last year, has been playing phenomenal football this year as well. I'm going to take the Georgia Bulldogs to win a tight matchup against LSU today. So be on the lookout for that. Then we have the uh, American 
championship between number 18 Tulane and number 22 University of Central Florida. I'm going to go ahead and take University of Central Florida for the upset victory for that American Conference Championship. So be on the lookout for that. Then tonight we have the Big Ten Championship. Yes, number two Michigan as they move up, as I stated, blowing out Ohio State last week. They take on 8-4 Purdue, led by quarterback, senior quarterback O'Connell. He has over 3,000 yards passing. They also have a receiver in Jones who has nearly 100 yards receiving on the season. I'm sorry, excuse me, 100, 100 receptions on the season, 1,200 yards receiving, and 12 touchdowns. But I'm going to take Michigan and J.J. McCarthy, an Illinois native out of Nazareth High School, transfer to IMG to get it done uh, and lead Michigan to another uh, victory today for the Big Ten Championship. Tonight we have the ACC Championship. Yes, number nine, Clemson versus number 23, North Carolina. As I stated last week, I had South Carolina beating Clemson, which they did. Spencer Rattler um, has put on a show the last few weeks, beating Tennessee and then, and then also Clemson. But I'm have Clemson beating number 23, North Carolina today. I just see uh, Clemson finding a way to get it done and get back on track uh, and win that ACC championship. All right. Now we're switching over to NFL. NFL week 13 matchups. Thursday night, you had the Bills and Patriots. Just a quick recap. Uh, Josh Allen uh, led the way there with two touchdown passes. James Cook. Uh, got involved as well in that running game. I think it was his best game as a running back, as a rookie with the Buffalo Bills. And Stephon Diggs does what he does best, uh, leading the team with seven catches and a touchdown and that 24-10 victory over the Patriots. Leading up to Sunday's matchups, this Sunday, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, both of these teams still have uh, losing records right now. Uh, Najee Harris got hurt on the Monday night matchup against the Colts with an abdominal injury. But he's going to he's a tough, uh, tough player. He's going to find a way to suit up and play this Sunday. I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers um, on the road to beat the Atlanta Falcons. So be on the lookout for that. We also have the longest NFL rivalry in between the Green Bay Packers and Chicago Bears taking place this weekend. As we talked about, uh, Justin Fields has suffered an injury a couple of weeks ago. Didn't play last week against the Jets. Uh, my take at this point, you know, the season. At this point in time, with a 3-9 record, just shut down Justin Fields with the AC joint injury to his non-throwing arm. But the Bears are going to suit him up and play him against the Packers. Um, Aaron Rodgers also dealing with some injuries. He's also going to suit up and play against the Bears. All right, man, this is going to be uh, this is going to be a slugfest here. Uh, the Bears are down, obviously a few players. Um, Mooney out for the year. Um, Eddie Jackson is also out for the year. But I, I got to take my Chicago Bears over the Packers any day. So I'm going to take the Chicago Bears to find a way to get it done uh, this Sunday at home against the Packers. Then we have the Jack, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Detroit Lions. They're both 4-7 on the season. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions in a tough matchup to win by three over Jacksonville this Sunday. So be on the lookout for that. Then we have the Jets. Yes, the 7-4 and four New York Jets. The Jets are for real. Uh, they made a quarterback change, as I stated, and the team has rallied behind uh, quarterback White at the spot at the quarterback spot. But they take on the 92 Vikings 
on the road this weekend. It should be a tough matchup. Uh, but I'm going to take the Vikings and Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson find a way to get it done. So be on the lookout for that. Then we have a, another NFC uh, rivalry matchup between the Washington Commanders and New York Giants. Uh, they're both the Commanders are at seven and five. The Giants are seven and four. I'm going to take Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, and company find a way to get it done um, against the Washington Commanders. So be on the lookout for that. Then we have the seven and four Tennessee Titans at the ten and one Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts, uh, front runner for league MVP, taking on Derrick Henry, who has already eclipsed a thousand yards on the season. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles at home to win a tough matchup against the Tennessee Titans. Then we have the struggling Denver Broncos at 3-8 versus the 7-4 Baltimore Ravens. Uh, it's been a lot of things going on, a lot of talk about what's going on with Russell Wilson, and he, he's been taking a lot of the, the heat and blame, uh, which is only natural as the quarterback of the franchise. But Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach, yeah, I think it was just a bad move. He He's not the guy to lead that team and to get the Denver Broncos uh, rolling. So I think Nathaniel Hackett's going to be out of Denver by the end of the year. Something needs to change. Um, all the blame can be put on Russell Wilson. Nathaniel Hackett is not the guy for the job. I'm going to take Baltimore Ravens and that stingy defense to get it done at home. Downs in it. The Houston Texans, okay? And the reason I say that, not because of the records between these two losing teams, but uh, Deshaun Watson is finally making his uh, NFL debut um, after being out of the NFL the last two seasons. As you well know, I won't go into all the details there, but he's going against his former team, the Houston Texans, all right? Uh, It's been a long time coming for Deshaun Watson to be back in the NFL and be suited up. Uh, Jacoby Brissett's played well in his absence, uh, but the Browns are moving forward. They they won a great matchup last week, beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to keep their hopes of making a playoff alive. And they take on the Houston Texans. So I'm excited to see Deshaun Watson back uh, suited up, and he's taking on his old team. So I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns over the Houston Texans, who have only won one game this season. All right. Then we have the Seattle Seahawks. At the Rams, another uh, rivalry matchup here. Uh, Seahawks are six and five, led by quarterback Geno Smith with nearly three thousand yards on the season. And I love the the rookie running back uh, Walker out of Michigan State, the uh, Wake Forest transfer. And his kids been running very hard. I'm going to take the Seahawks to beat the struggling Rams at three and eight. The Rams are just having injuries all over the place. I'm going to take the Seahawks in that matchup. Then we have my man Tua, Ty Viola. Uh, another front runner for league MVP with the 8-3 Dolphins taking on the 7-4 49ers. I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins to win this matchup. All right. Tyreek Hill's well over 1,200 yards receiving as well. Uh, the Dolphins are going to win this. Then we have Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Patrick Holmes is looking like he's also uh, going to win another NFL league MVP with nearly 3,600 yards passing. And 29 touchdowns. This is without Tyreek Hill. All right. And Travis Kelsey gets doubled uh, every matchup. Still uh, pulling in 73 receptions on the season and nearly 1,000 yards and 12 touchdowns. They take on the 7-4 Cincinnati Bengals. Jamar Chase has been out, uh, but he is 
uh, making his debut back into the lineup after that hip injury. So I'd like to see Jamar Chase uh, healthy and help that Bengals team. But I think the Chiefs are just going to be too much. I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs over Cincinnati Bengals. Then we have the 6-5 and five LA Chargers at the 4-7 uh, Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders, I'm going to take the Chargers and Justin Herbert to find a way to get it done. But I also want to give a special shout out to uh, Josh Jacobs. Man, he put on a show last week. And then the runoff touchdown run of 80 plus yards against Seattle had nearly 300 yards rushing um, performance in that matchup against the Seahawks, 320 yards. Um, so Josh Jacobs, man, shout out to you. I know early in the preseason, um, he was getting limited carries and it was talks that the Raiders might be moving away from him, which would have been a, a dumb idea. Um, decided to stick with Josh Jacobs, man, and the kid has 1,200 yards, nearly 1,200 yards rushing on the season. All right, so I'm going to take the, the Chargers to win that matchup. Then we have the Colts at 4-7, and seven, taking on the Dallas Cowboys at 8-3 and three on the road. Um, yeah, um, the, the Colts have moved back with uh, quarterback Matt Ryan since the change in the head coach with Jeff Saturday coming in. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, as I said, has kind of struggled early on with some injuries, but he's moving forward to have another 1,000-yard season, his third straight 1,000-yard season. Uh, the Cowboys are tough, obviously. Dak Prescott playing well. Uh, Pollard at tailback. And CeeDee Lamb, I'm going to take the Cowboys to win that matchup. And then we'll finish off Monday Night Football. Four and eight Saints versus the five and six Buccaneers. Uh, I'm going to take Tom Brady and the Bucs to find a way to get it done. All right. I appreciate you tuning in. Until next time, I'm your host, Kareem Timbers, signing off at Football 360.